welcome back to another episode of the FXW Podcast. AKA the best episode. We're from 307, and we're going to be teaching you about eclipses and tides. We're going to be your hosts for this entire episode, so get used to our voices. I'm Nico. I'm Sean. And I'm Bryn. So let's get started. Yeah! Man, it's a pretty sunny day. You know, I've always wondered if the sun was actually moving, or if it was still and us just moving around it. Well, studies show that the sun is actually moving around the center of the Milky Way along with the entire solar system. It's just very slow, so it seems as if the Earth is moving around the sun. Wow! How did you know that? Well, thanks to Albert Einstein, we have the theory of relativity, which helps with multiple things, including telling between stationary and objects in motion. Hmm, sounds pretty cool. What else has he done? I think he was the guy that founded the law of the photoelectric effect, and he even won a Nobel Prize for it. Hmm. Also, I think I remember that he was the guy with E equals MC squared. Oh, he did that. Yeah, that was the guy. How did he start off to become a scientist? Well, when Albert was growing up, he received a compass. And this was one of the first things that actually inspired Albert to wonder about science. He was fascinated by the invisible forces that move the needle. In fact, Albert himself wrote years later, that experience made a deep and lasting impression on me. There are many more, but this was one of the first inspirations that started his scientific journey. That's, that's, that's really cool. I always wondered about compasses too, but uh, today we have the internet. He also he was also so smart that he was able to gain admission into the Sw- Swiss Federal Institute of Technology, a very prestigious school. I know that he is smart already, but are there any more achievements that he has that you guys know of? Uh, if I remember correctly, I think in 1905 he gained honorary doctorate degrees in science, medicine, philosophy from many European, from like different European and American universities, and he even became a professor at Princeton and the University of Berlin. Alright guys, time for some fun facts. Did you know that Albert Brain was removed to be studied when he died? Really? Really? Yeah, they took it to discover, to discover the secrets of his brain. Wow, he must have been really smart on top of all of his achievements. Einstein also might have become a musician if he didn't get introduced to science. Wow! Hey, I gotta go, but thanks guys for shining a light on Albert Einstein for me. Well, that was a great segment. Yeah, I think it was great. Oh no, I'm running late for my interview. Catch you guys later. And now we go to our very own scientist here in this building. My name is Dominic. My name is Nico. And my name is Khalil. And we will be interviewing Ms. Davis about eclipses. First question, how often do eclipses happen? There are between two and five solar eclipses every year, each visible only in a limited area. So some areas can see the eclipses while others cannot. How do you protect yourself while looking at an eclipse? First rule, do not look directly at the sun. Do not use homemade filters or ordinary sunglasses, even very dark sunglasses. Use special purpose solar filters such as eclipse sunglasses or handheld solar viewers to view the eclipse. But once again, please do not look directly at the sun. What is the difference between a lunar and solar eclipse? Well, a solar eclipse happens when the moon passes in between the earth and the sun. A lunar eclipse happens when the earth passes in between the moon and the sun. Solar eclipses is seen from few places only, while lunar eclipses are spotted from many different places. And once again, solar eclipses happen during the day, and lunar eclipses only happen during the nighttime. What are the effects of a lunar and solar eclipse? 
If you're asking whether lunar or solar eclipses affect humans, the simple answer is no for lunar eclipses. But I cannot stress this enough, please do not look at a solar eclipse without proper eyewear. It can cause temporary blindness in your eye. This exposure to the light can cause damage or even destroy cells in the retina of your eye and transmit what you see to the brain. Is there a place where eclipses frequently happen? There is no one place where eclipses happen more than others. In fact, on average, it takes about 375 years for a total solar eclipse to happen again at the same location. By comparison, a total lunar eclipse, also known as a blood moon, can be seen from any location approximately every 2.5 years. That's a lot. <laughs> I know, right? Any other questions, guys? Uh, there's so many more burning questions that should be answered. Sadly, we couldn't get to them all. We would love to answer your questions next time. Later, Jaguars. See you later. Wow, that was a lot of information. Ms. Davis helped us a lot. Ooh, I have an idea. Yeah? What is it? They did say that they couldn't get to all the questions. Maybe we could research about those questions that they couldn't get to. <gasps> That's a great idea. I'll take Sarah and Valera with me to dig up some more research about solar eclipses. Wow, fascinating. What happened? I just finished watching a whole documentary about solar eclipses. What did you discover? I discovered that each year there are between two and five solar eclipses. I have a joke about eclipses. What did the sun bring to the solar eclipse party? What? A light snack. <laughs> That's a funny joke. I think I have written an essay on solar eclipses and tides. What did you learn? I learned that a solar eclipse could last a maximum of 7 minutes and 30 seconds. I remember learning about that. I learned that you should never look at the sun directly with the naked eye. What will happen if you do? The extreme light from the sun can damage your eye permanently. Really? Yeah. I also found that there are four types of solar eclipses. Total, partial, annual, and hybrid. Cool. I learned that a total solar eclipse would happen when the sun is completely blocked by the moon. That is insane. Who knew? Did anyone else find any other facts? I didn't. Valeria? Not that I can think of. Just be careful and wear the right eye protection before looking at an eclipse, as interesting as it is. Bye. Bye. Did you guys wear the right eye protection? I My eyes! Looks like you didn't get the right eye protection. I did, though. Anyway, let's see what's happening in science class right now. Did any of you guys go to watch the solar eclipse? Yeah, I did. It was really cool. Let me explain what I saw. I saw the moon pass between the Earth and the sun. I didn't watch the eclipse, but I did take a time lapse of the tides that I saw. Would you like me to explain? Yeah. The tides I saw were really big. They seemed more than 10 feet tall. They were crashing against the sand and retreating very quickly. That is really cool. Not as cool as the eclipse, though. While we are talking about the planets and everything, do you want to talk about what we have learned in science class? Yeah. yeah. One thing we learned was how the Earth's axis affects us in many ways. Can you explain to us about how Earth's axis affects us in many ways? Yeah, of course. Earth's tilted axis causes the seasons. Throughout the year, different parts of the Earth receive the sun's most direct rays. So the North Pole tilts toward the sun, it's summer in the Northern Hemisphere. And when the South Pole tilts toward the sun, it's winter in the Northern Hemisphere. So that's why our weather is always really wacky. We have also learned about the Big Bang Theory and how the universe started. Could you explain that to us? Yeah, of course. The Big Bang is a theory of the universe of how the universe started, presented by George Lemaitre. It started 13.8 billion years ago when atoms were packed in together in an, into infinite density, and the universe was extremely hot, around 32, 10 to the 32 degrees Kelvin. 
It started expanding into the universe. We, we know of it now and of what it will be in the future. Supposedly, the universe is still expanding. The universe kept getting cooler and cooler. Wow, that is really cool. One other thing we learned about in science is how the Earth um, orbits around the sun. Can you explain that to us too? Sure. Earth spins around its axis, just as the top spins around its spindle. At the same time that the Earth spins on its axis, it also orbits, or revolves, around the sun. This movement is called revolution. A pendulum set in motion will not change its motion, and so the direction of its swinging will not change. That is really cool. That, that is, is all we have learned, slash are learning. Have a great day, folks. We have to do so much research about eclipses and tides for this podcast. Yeah, it's going to take so much research and work. It's okay, guys. Think on the bright side. Eclipses can be kind of cool, I guess. Let's just start and get this over with. All right. Oh, that moon is pretty cool. Yeah. Why does it look kind of hairy? Speaking of, where'd the moon go to get its haircut? I don't know. Where? At Eclipse. <laughs> hey, Aiden, what day is the eclipse happening? I'm, I'm not sure. Tuesday? Nope, it's on Moon Day. Oh my gosh, that's pretty smart, though. On that topic, why didn't the sun go to college? Um, because it didn't like school? Nope, because it already had a million degrees. <laughs> uh, Sean, what did the beach say as the tide rolled in? I don't know. What? Long time, no see. That one was clever. Sean and Graham, we should throw a solar eclipse party. Awesome. Ooh, that sounds nice. All planet. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, I have an idea. We could throw the party in the restaurant on the moon. I've heard of that place. It's got great food, but no atmosphere. Oh, oh shoot. shoot. The, the next, next group, group is, is coming. coming. Yeah, we got nothing done. Let's just pick up from where we left off next time. Let's make like the tide and roll out. Sounds, sounds good. good. <laughs> in this next segment we're gonna debunk some myths i call top bunk no it means like bust myths myth busters hey molly guess what what's up kai apparently if you're pregnant you shouldn't watch an eclipse because it could harm your baby really actually i did some research and it's actually not true it's just a common misconception wait really what information did you research leo well, first, there is no scientific proof to back up this misconception, but it is believed because, because it is so firmly ingrained in our culture. Also, the electromagnetic radiation from the corona, which is seen as light, is perfectly safe. I never thought about that. Yeah, but there is also another form of radiation that travels to Earth from the sun. Luckily, the only consequence is that at every few minutes, a few atoms in your body are transmuted into a different isotype or isotope by absorbing neutrons. That's really cool. I actually never knew that. Thank you for teaching us that, Leo. No problem. Anytime. Also, I actually just searched up some common misconceptions a while ago, and one of them said that dark sunglasses, homemade filters, and cheap eclipse glasses aren't fine for looking at an eclipse. Really? I thought that was real. Apparently not. Are there any official sources from your research to prove this misconception wrong? There sure is. What information did you find? Well, according to NASA, homemade filters or ordinary sunglasses, even very dark ones, are not safe for looking at an eclipse. They transmit thousands of times too much sunlight. Are there any safer options? 
Well, yeah, there are. Special purpose solar filters are many times thousands of darker than ordinary sunglasses. That's why it's not safe to use normal ones. Proper eye protection, like eclipse glasses or a sun filter, is the only safe option. Sunglasses don't work, so that's how you protect your eyes during an eclipse. Thanks for that information, Molly. Now I can protect my eyes during a solar eclipse. I'm so glad I could help. The next segment is interesting facts, but how we know that the facts are interesting? Are they not going to be interesting? Are they Nico, funny? Nico. Facts, facts machine? Trust me, these facts are going to be interesting. Let's take a listen. Wow, that's so cool. What's so cool? We were just looking at some interesting facts about eclipses. It says here that the longest eclipse was 7.5 minutes. Oh, let me see. Wait, what's an eclipse? A solar eclipse is when the moon blocks out the sun. This is visible from the surface of the earth. It happens a few times a year where the moon lines up with the sun, covering up the sun, causing a shadow. Wow, that's amazing. Did you know that the longest eclipse of the century occurred on July 22nd over India, Nepal, Bhutan, and China? Really? I didn't know that. Did you guys hear that the day decreases by 0.047 seconds on a solar eclipse? That's weird. Speaking of time, a total solar eclipse can last up to eight minutes, but a lunar eclipse can last hours. Wow, that's a while. According to this, local temperatures often drop 20 degrees or more during an eclipse. What if the temperature is already 20 degrees, then it will get into the negatives? I heard that from Earth, we can observe two types of eclipses, an eclipse of the moon and an eclipse of the sun. I don't know much about lunar eclipses. My dad told me, that a solar eclipse is not noticeable to the sun is more than 90% covered by the moon. And 99% coverage, daytime lighting resembles a local twilight. Wow, guys. I didn't know any of this before today. Thank you guys so much for sharing. I hope we can do this again some other day. But for now, I guess that's it. I know you guys are tired of hearing our voices, but we have one last segment for you guys. It's the DIY segment. We're going to teach you how to make your own eclipse. So first, you're going to get the moon. Actually, and it's the DYK segment. Did you know? Cut the mic. No, seriously, but we have one more segment left. It's the Did You Know segment. Hello, I am Noah. I am Michael. And I am Mason. And in this segment, we will be giving you some Did You Know facts on tides. First of all, what are tides? Yeah, what are tides? Well, tides are very long period waves that move through the ocean in response to the force exerted by the moon and sun. Oh, I remember now. There are those waves that go up and down at the beach. Hey guys, how about we dig deeper into information about tides? Let's tell our listeners some facts. Okay, sounds good to me. Me too. First of all, did you know the moon controls the tides? Wow, that's cool. I didn't actually know that. The, did you know that the tidal cycle lasts for 24 hours and 50 minutes? That's over a full day. That's strange. Why doesn't it change any other time? But did you know Isaac Newton discovered that ocean tides result from a gravitational attraction from the sun and moon? That's awesome. Kudos to Isaac Newton. And did you know that astronomer Seleucus of Seleucia was the first scientist to admit that tides were caused by the moon? This happened in 150 BC. That's cool, but did you know that there are three types of tides? Diurnal, semi-diurnal, and mixed. Oh, that's cool. Let's talk more about that. Diurnal tides are made of one high and low tide, found mostly in the Gulf of Mexico. 
Semi-diurnal tides are made of too high and too low tides and are found frequently on the east coast. Yeah, and mixed tides have two high tides and one low tide and are commonly found on the west coast. The tidal cycle happens one to two times per day depending on the location of the area to the moon. Tides that happen once a day are called diurnal and tides that happen twice a day are called semi-diurnal. And when the sea level is rising or falling, water is flowing to or from the ocean. This full flow causes tidal currents. Did you know the same tidal forces that cause the tides in the ocean affect the solid earth, causing it to change, to change shape by a few inches? Well, that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this Did You Know segment in the podcast about tides. Now, let's send it back to our host. Ah, my brain hurts. Wait. Yeah, that was a lot of information. I think my brain's growing. I'm an expert now. Call me Albert Einstein, the junior. At least we now know a lot about solar eclipses and tides. Yeah, I agree. From everybody in 307, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I'm Nico. I'm Sean. And I'm Bryn.